So we're somewhere in between trying to wear a flannel and also realizing that it's still 80,000 degrees outside. Would you agree? I would agree because I'm looking at you right now <laughs> in a flannel. Okay, okay. <laughs> I am sitting here. To be fair, it's cold in my basement. Uh-huh. It's actually cold down here, and this is pretty nice. I'm not going to lie. I, I'm, I'm, I'm snuggled up. Snug as a bug in a rug up in this flannel here, and it's feeling pretty good. Oh, you're warm and toasty. Let's be real. You're not actually doing it to be warm and toasty. You're doing it because you're trying to project what you want the season to be right now. You're, you're done with summer. Yes. You're ready for the fall, baby. To, to just solidify the point here, uh, the last five days that I woke up for work at 4.30, 5 o'clock, it's been kind of foggy. It's been rainy been in the low 50s actually this morning it was like 47 degrees out uh it was kind of spooky looking with all the fog the fucking the vibes are just rolling in yeah i mean when i've been walking outside every morning um the first thing that happens is the neighborhood cats try to attack me but the second (laughs) thing i notice (laughs) is that it is a little bit chilly and it is a little bit nippy and i appreciate that it is one might say that it's the perfect time to start prepping for halloween Prepping or pepping, Grimy? What we're going to do here is have ourselves a little bit of a pep rally, if you will. This is the only pep rally I've ever wanted to attend in my life. The only one. The only one you'll ever want to be part of, ever. A checklist of things we do to get in the Halloween spirit. You know, I was reading this back to myself when I took these little notes, and I was like, we say this like it's like hard work. It's arduous tasks to like try to get in the spirit. It's fucking not. But it, we thought it would be a lot of fun to talk about the things that we do to get our head in the in the game. Yeah, get our head in the game, get ourselves out from underneath the bleachers, put that malt liquor away, and say, yeah, I'm here to support the goddamn team, baby. I'm here for the school. We both love Halloween, both huge fans. Uh, Leftover Pizza was actually built on the bones of Halloween, and we're both really, really excited to get back into the flow of things. So Yeah, it just feels natural to yeah. be uh, getting back in the uh, swing of things here, talking spooky, and it's going to be a good Halloween, I feel like. It's shaping up to be a really, really good one. So it is. got a lot of fun... Uh, Fun stuff planned between you and me. Mm-hmm. Got a lot of fun stuff coming out. Hocus Pocus 2, 30 years in the making. We're getting that in a couple months. Could be shit. I don't know. But it's still big news. <laughs> sometimes maybe good. <laughs> sometimes maybe shit. But, you know, either way, we're living it. And it's probably better than the alternative, which is July humidity and heat and staying indoors so let's say we get into this. Uh, who wants to start things off? We have a list of, I think, eight things here. Yeah, we have eight subjects here. We're going to just rattle them off. We'll both have something to say about each one. Yeah, yeah, a little different a little different than usual. No ping-ponging back and forth. Uh, it's shared experiences, man. Yeah. We both do it. It's not like we have unique things that we each do. I mean, we do, but basically they fall under the same categories. So yeah. Yep. It's just going to be a little joint list. I can go first if you want. I feel like you went first last time, maybe? I did, yep. Yeah, it's just definitely your turn. All right, well, I'll start it off with our first pick of the evening for our Halloween pep rally.
So I really started thinking about when I start getting into the Halloween spirit, Grimey. Okay. And I I think I pinpointed it. It's always sometime right after the 4th of July. Like, <laughs> I'm all fireworks out. I've had uh, enough grilling and barbecuing for the season. And I know, like, at that point, we are less well than uh, less than a month into summer. <laughs> but my oh, yeah. brain is just already on Halloween. I'm like, all right, let's wrap this shit up. Spooky season starts now. I know realistically I can't go all out because I will totally, totally burn myself out on the holiday. Sure. So what do I do in July, starting in July, to get myself in the Halloween spirit? I don't know about you, but I always start running through my favorite Halloween podcasts. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The Halloween podcasts, uh, podcasts in general, it's a safe bet. You're not really bothering anybody. You're not putting up jack-o'-lanterns and stuff outside. No one has to see you do it. You know, you're just listening nonchalantly with some headphones, mowing your dumb grass and, you know, just let that be that's that. That's exactly it. That's exactly Or driving to work or what? what are, and that's the, I love that you said that you're not inconveniencing anybody because that's really the key here. That's Even it. something as simple as watching a movie. You might be looping, yep. uh, you know, a third party into it. You know, yeah. if I throw on a Halloween movie, it might just be me watching it, but maybe somebody in the other room is overhearing it. Maybe they wanted to watch TV and now, like, that's taking up their TV time, too. So it's like, yeah, the podcast, at least in my experience, is a pretty solo, singular experience. Sure. So I'm sure that a lot of you listening are very familiar with with another little podcast out there called the Purple Stuff Podcast. <laughs> not so little. Yeah, no, no, not uh, so much. This is actually the first thing that Grimy and I really bonded over was Matt from Dinosaur Dracula, Jay from Sludge Central, formerly the Sexy Armpit, the Purple Stuff Podcast, their show that they host together, plus the individual websites. Oh, yeah. But at this stage of the game i believe it was probably in august when i first discovered their podcast and it was not too long after it first started way back in 2015 right so i am actually really it's weird to say that i'm nostalgic for something that's less than 10 years old <laughs> but somehow they did it i am nostalgic for their first 13 episodes that they did from august through October of 2015. Even as uh, so much as just throwing on like Matt's old YouTube videos and just like running right down the list and stuff, like completely nostalgic for all those. That the uh, the high C ecto cooler one, his taste test of the, uh, the original, like oh my god, it's hilarious, and I, I I completely get it though. Oh, absolutely, and it's weird, like being nostalgic. For content that is based on nostalgia it's like nostalgia yeah. squared mm -hmm. it's kind of nostalgia reception if you will yeah uh either way huge huge fan of the show it probably bleeds into our show a little bit the inspiration the the love and reverence for those two but needless to say that's what i start putting on come july i start running through the first earliest episodes and if by some uh for some reason either one of them is listening to this, don't be embarrassed because I know I get embarrassed and people dig up my old stuff too. 
I know your production values have gotten higher. I know that you've gotten way better at it, but there's just such a charm to those first few episodes that you guys did. And they're aces, man. They oh, really yeah. are. Mm-hmm. There was something special there. Not to say that it's not still special. It is. I, you know, dedicated listener. I know you are too, Grimey, but those first 13, man, good shit. And that always, always gets me in the mood and kicks off my Halloween season super, super early. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. The first 13 were extremely raw. I know that you have a couple of notes here, but like one of the big ones for me is like the ABCs of Halloween. I always thought that one was so good. That's one of them that I uh, that I picked. It's the ABCs of Halloween episode, the 13th episode of the Purple Stuff podcast, where Matt and Jay are doing exactly what the title <laughs> says, running through the ABCs, but associating uh, a, a letter of the alphabet with something that they associate with, you know, with the uh, Halloween season. Um, and another one that I picked that is also one of my favorite uh, episodes from that run is the Halloween Factor Fiction episode which is episode nine. That one's just a good time. It's just those two guys going back and forth, making up a little quiz for each other. And uh, I don't know, they just, some of the the bogus answers they came uh, came up with just sound so plausible and so real. And uh, yeah, I don't know. That's, those are my, any other ones that you want to chime in before I say my other podcast recommendation? Oh man, Uh, purple stuff episodes, Jesus. Um, I think one of my favorite ones, and it's not actually, I don't think it's part of the original 13. It was a little bit later. Uh, One of my favorite ones that I always put on when it comes to the Halloween season is their Universal Monsters show. It's, I think, the one that I always put on right at the beginning of the season, like right around now, mid-August to late August. It's just one that I gravitate to. It's pretty spectacular, and if you haven't listened to it, you have to listen to it. So good. Um, among every other episode they've done though too like they're all good you have to find out though <laughs> true true <laughs> all good Um, so yeah Purple Stuff can't say enough about them another show that I keep coming back to usually midsummer to early Halloween and then ride straight through the rest of the season I found it a couple years ago it's this show called Spooked and I don't think that you've ever heard of this show I right? haven't no I haven't heard of that one so this is an excellent show. Uh, there's just a really, really great narrator. His name is Glenn Washington. He's just got a great voice. And they start every episode off with like a short story of his that he's written. And I believe he might might also do like slam poetry. I, I don't know. Because the way that he reads these little short stories of his that he, he, he you know... They're just so expressive and they're so good and they just pull you right in right Mm. from the beginning of the episode. But the whole point of Spooked is usually each episode in the beginning of the show, I think it was two stories per episode. Now it's usually about one. But they're real uh, user submitted and user read ghost stories. So they get people from all over submitting their stories, telling their stories about you know, their encounters with ghosts and the paranormal. And there's one episode uh, super, super early on in the run that I always recommend because it's super creepy. It's called Lost in Time. And there's two stories in, in that one. But this Lost in Time portion tells a story about a bar uh, in America at a roadside. And this this friend, these <clears throat> 
these two friends pull off in the middle of the night to have a drink at the bar and some really creepy, crazy things start happening. And I don't really want to spoil it, but it's really only about a 15-minute listen. And it's one of the creepiest things I've ever heard. As an adult, I get goosebumps whenever I hear the story. And mm. I usually pop this one on first. So I won't say much. Looked up, Look up Spooked, Lost in Time. You won't regret it. It'll get you in that Halloween mood. But nice. there's a lot more uh, great stories from Spooked, too. So I recommend listening to them as well. Very nice. Yeah, uh... I have, obviously, I listened to Purple Stuff, too. Um, never heard of Spooked. Um, the one other podcast that I like throwing on, and this is probably a pretty obvious one, but our pals over at The Haunted Hangover. Yes. Always going back to them dudes. Uh, they're obviously very good friends of ours. Specifically, I'm most familiar with Louie and Dave. I haven't talked to... Any of the other people that they have. I know, like, Louie has his sister Sam on there once in a while. Um, they do that uh, anthology Obscura, which is also pretty cool. But the main one, Haunted Hangover, I really like going back to them. Every so often in between the season, they just have a really good vibe going. Specifically the one episode, I don't remember if it's episode, like, four or five. It's a pretty early one. Their Treehouse of Horror episode, where they yes. talked about the first treehouse of horror which was like three episodes and one basically it's fucking amazing that is one that i really really like visiting all the time uh another one they actually just did a third installment just this past week of iconic jack-o'-lanterns i loved all three of them so far i just listened to the third one today after i got done showering it was pretty sweet and if you haven't checked them out before be sure you do because they got some pretty sweet shit going on over there yeah, I really like the episode about the Halloween commercials. Oh, yeah, the one that Derek wasn't on at all. Oh, no, that wasn't that wasn't me. Yeah, you, don't go looking for it and don't <laughs> listen to it because, you know, you'll no, hate it if you love this show. That one's a good one, <laughs> which is ironic because you mentioned The Simpsons on there, too. So <laughs> I'm mentioning The Simpsons any chance that I get. Yeah, so good. And quickly, before we end this segment on podcast, I just want to mention I am writing an article currently about some other Halloween podcast recommendations that I have from my own personal listening experiences, and they are quite eclectic. So be on the lookout for that. If you're listening to this, there's a, probably a good chance that it's already on the site. So head on over and go read and then listen. <laughs> Why so glum, chum? I love school my trick-or-treat candy. Take some of mine. Wow! Hershey bars, Mr. Goodbar, Kit Kats, Rulos, Watchamacallit, Reese's, all my favorites. Let's go get some more. Sure. Let me go ask my mom. Nobody says boo to Hershey's. All right, Derek, so the next thing on our list... I know this one might sound kind of more like something you would do around Christmas, but I definitely have to do this during Halloween as well. And it's something that I start pretty early as soon as candy starts hitting the shelves. I like to put candy in a candy dish and have it set out on like my living room table or an end table or sitting somewhere in a glass jar in the kitchen. One, for the aesthetic. Two, because I like to eat garbage on like an hourly basis. 
Oh, yeah, you betcha, big fella. You betcha. (laughs) Oh, you betcha. (laughs) No, yes, this is a tradition that was very, very uh, big in my life between my mother and both of my grandmothers on both sides of my family. There was always a candy dish, so it's not, well, for me, it was sort of a year-round thing. But I loved when we got to that point where the normal candy was getting swapped out with the Halloween candy. So that's just, oh, I love it. Oh, yeah, it just gets you fucking amped. Fuck that normal candy. We don't have time for that shit. It's Halloween. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck that candy. (laughs) Get the fuck out of here. I'm not feeding you to my children. (laughs) So anyway, uh, yeah, Halloween candy. I like to keep it pretty basic because I'm a basic bitch. Obviously, the first one. Nobody else likes it except me, and that's fine. Uh, Candy corn. I have to have candy corn. Even if I didn't like it, it would still need to be out. Candy corn is one of them things that's, like, kind of weird because I know how many people don't like it, but, like, it's the quintessential candy of Halloween. I'm not going to lie to you. I So I just moved into a new place. This is the first time ever that I'm probably going to be able to put out my own candy dish. I fucking hate candy corn. <laughs> and I'm still, like, I still feel obligated to put out a bowl of candy corn i don't know it's just it's more for the uh, aesthetic of it than anything else i'm I'm probably not even gonna eat it because i just don't like it right the pumpkins i like the pumpkins though Oh, i love the pumpkins the pumpkins are just well adorable for one (laughs) yeah Um, they're real cute yeah but like i i'll be honest i do i'll take a handful here and there i think like two years ago was the first time i finished a whole bag by myself, because nobody else here eats it. This year, I'm sure I won't eat that much of it. Uh, I've I already have two bags of candy corn, and I can already tell they're not going to get eaten. I'll most likely just like save them to throw on the ground and take photos with. <laughs> yeah, well, it's because one of the bags is the fucking tailgate ones, and I'm sure the other one is probably like barbecue's greatest hits candy corn. Knowing you, well, fucking... you know, you might have just you might have just started something there. Don't let Brock's hear it. I want half. So yeah, candy corn, candy corn's a must. I'm glad we agree. Yeah. The second one, also pretty basic, the ghoul mix M&Ms. They're borderline basic. Oh, and you have some right there. I got got it in my hand right now. I bought a bag... I bought a bag before we we kicked this off. Oh, you were talking about M&M's. I wasn't sure what you were talking about. Oh, yeah. (laughs) A bag of uh, brisket candy corn. Is that what you thought I meant? I pulled out a bag of Barbecue's Greatest Hits candy corn. No, I've got the ghouls mix here. Mm. Mm. You hear that? Wow. Some of that. This is a mukbang, I think. A good ASMR. Oh, is it mukbang? Mm. Is this a mukbang? It might be. I think if I take a sip of my first Oktoberfest beer while I chew, Ooh. that's a mukbang, right? Right? <laughs> oh, my God. That oh. aerated the beer so much. <laughs> so good. I'm so sorry to everybody listening at home. <laughs> <laughs> it's like dinner in a movie. You have podcast and ASMR. So That's right. Yeah, exactly. it's the best of both worlds. So, yeah, Ghoul's Mix. Uh, what's different about Ghoul's Mix? Well, not much, really. Um, they come in regular and peanut and peanut butter. Like, every kind that they have, pretty much, I think, they have a Ghoul's Mix version. It's different colors. Uh, they're very Halloween-y. They're light greens, like this neon green. There's purple. I think there is there... What else is there in that it's, bitch? Uh, I can't remember. Uh, well, I got this pastel purple in front of me. Yeah. Okay. I've got the neon green and the orange. 
and I, I think that's all I'm seeing. Okay, that yeah, might that's be that's it. It's a but, trifecta. Yeah, and it, it's it's still like a very pleasant color scheme to be having out in like a glass jar it demands to be put in like a glass dish or something you know where everyone Mm -hmm. can see and just grab a handful um my mix it has to be a mixture of both peanut and peanut butter because them shits hit different than just like a regular old m&m they're just kind of too boring for my taste yeah for it's really about the color scheme they have their place regular m&ms they do they have a time and a place but once you get older and you get more mature there's nothing quite like a peanut M&M, which is what I'm eating right now. That's yeah. what I'm mukbanging right you now. You know okay? where the perfect place is for regular M&Ms? In, in cookies. True. That's it. I actually just bought some M&M cookies tonight, too. Did you? The Ghouls Mix M&M cookies? Oh, no. Just regular M&M no. cookies. I wish. I didn't see the Ghouls Mix ones out. Those are great, though. Yeah, I don't they know if great. those are coming back this year or not. I'm not really. I have no better. idea. You know what they better freaking bring back are those goddamn Hocus Pocus cookies because I couldn't get my hands on them that year. I would be surprised if they didn't have some kind of Hocus Pocus cookie, but they might not. I don't know. They might have moved on. Sad to say. Um, So what would I put in a candy dish? Well, I think you kind of covered it with the M&Ms because M&Ms are just like a go-to in a candy dish. Oh, yeah, I agree. But we also used to put out a lot of like wrapped candies. Oh, sure. Yeah. My favorite of which are... uh, I'm going to say that they're a little obscure because there's no brand name associated with them, but you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. The little chocolate balls wrapped in the pumpkin foil. So they've got mm. the jack-o'-lantern faces on it. Do you yeah. know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Very nostalgic for me. Sure. They weren't even always very good chocolate. It's just that wrapper that is so... Mm, it's like it's it's grandmother distilled down into a chocolate. You know what I mean? Yeah, yep. No, it's kind of like those... Uh, what are they called? The peanut butter kisses by the um, the Mary Jane company or whatever. The black and orange wrapped little yeah. things. Okay. It's, it's kind of yep. has that same thing going on with it. Like it's just for the aesthetic. It's not necessarily because they're a good candy. Nobody fucking likes those candies. We just like how they look. Exactly. And if we're talking about nobody likes those candies, I know this is sort of not the, the time and the place, but it also is the time and the place. I need to speak my piece tonight okay. because while I was out at the grocery store earlier buying all of this mukbang equipment here in front of me, you know what I saw? And it just pisses me off to no end every year, every time that I see this bag. Because it had you it saw? since I was a kid. The child's play bag of assorted Aww. candies. You know what I'm talking about? So I didn't until I saw your description on here, and boy, that sounds fucking awful. But why don't you tell our listeners what it's all about? <sighs> the child's play bag, the most common version. There might be uh, more multiple versions. I don't know. The one that I'm used to, it's mini Tootsie Rolls, flavored mini Tootsie Rolls, Tootsie Pops, and Dots. Dots. That Gummy sounds dots. like the worst mix ever. It's like... Dots aren't bad. They're not my go-to, but they're not bad. Sure. But mixed with everything else in that package, I'm sorry. I hate Tootsie Rolls. I think Tootsie Rolls are garbage. I like Fruities. I do not like Tootsie Rolls. I don't even like the flavored Tootsie Rolls, like the vanilla and the orange. Like I don't care for them. But Fruities, which is also made by Tootsie Rolls, are good. All right. So I will. I do have to confess, I, I like a vanilla Tootsie Roll. Okay. That's fine. And the fruit flavor, like those are okay. Like the fruit flavored ones, but it just doesn't sell me. It's like when half the bag is Tootsie, pro- three quarters of the bag, it's Tootsie products. Yeah. 
You're not selling me, man. And not only do I not like them, what kid wants to get Tootsie Rolls in their fucking trick-or-treat sack? Not a single one of them. Literally none. I'll tell you, when I was growing up, whenever we would have, like, game days in school, you Mm. know, like, we would play a game, and if you got a a question right or whatever, you won a little prize, the teacher would always give you, like, one of two things. She would give you a, a pack of Smarties, or she would give you a Tootsie Roll. And I could always live with the Smarties. I think Smarties are very good. Tootsie Rolls, I would get offended. I would be pissed whenever <laughs> be I was irate. Roll. I would I would want to throw it back at her. I'd be like, take this back. <laughs> Give it to another child. Maybe they'll want it. I don't even need to win anymore. I'm all set. I don't want a prize. I put a lot of awful things inside of my stomach. This isn't one of them. <laughs> this is not one of them. <laughs> <laughs> all right, what do we got next? This Halloween, Yankee Candle invites you to discover new fragrances and lots of spooky things to make your home the special one. Decorate with tricks that treat and the just right sense of our black magic and witches brew candles. Shop for all the little touches, get the whole family in the spirit, and be sure to scare up some wicked fun. Yankee Candle, live life sensibly. All right, so we already talked about candy. Let's talk about something that rhymes with candy. Candle. Well, it doesn't rhyme. <laughs> I was like, I don't know where he's going with this Well, one, but... it's not a rhyme as much as they have the same letters for a certain amount of time. <laughs> you just hear that? I just made a rhyme. <laughs> Look out, Dre. I'm coming for you. Uh, <laughs> no. Candles are just such a big part of the season for me. And I assume you, Grimy, because it looks like there's... A towering inferno at your desk right now. <laughs> There's like, oh, I have like <laughs> 17 candles. We're starting. We we uh already decided before the airing of this that we were um going to start a seance. Yes, yes. We're gonna try to uh get Urkel back on the air. So that's that's after this after this podcast. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So candles, obviously, big big part of not just ours but most people's Halloween season. And what I love is that all of the big candle companies, big candle, <laughs> are bringing out their their fall scents earlier and earlier and earlier. Pretty much as soon as July is over, like it's it's open season. I think Bath and Body they put out a sample of their fall favorites or whatever. They had them out right at the end of July. It was really really spectacular going in there and just snoofing everything that they had to offer a smattering and you know i want to say this year i was in michael's and michael's actually had their halloween candles out mid-july which was maybe a little too early but where the fuck is your michael's i mean my michael's doesn't have shit you know they might have just not put them away from last year i i don't know michael's (laughs) is they're struggling that's yeah yeah (laughs) that's all i know um yeah so lots of places you mentioned bath and body works I'm glad that you brought up Bath and Body Works. That happens to be my favorite candle. Oh, shop. hands okay. down, hands down, the best candles. I'm sorry, I, I don't care who I'm offending. They have the best candles, hands down. I mean, obviously, Yankee Candle, they're still pretty good. Oh yeah, they're good. I'm, a, I'm a, I'm a little biased, I think, because around here where I live, not very far away, I actually wrote about this before. You know what I'm gonna say? I do. The Yankee Candle Village in Deerfield, Massachusetts, is the Disney World of candle shops. You just got the biggest chip on your shoulder. Like, around these parts, 
<laughs> we love our Yankee fucking candles. <laughs> no, I mean, here's my biggest issue with Yankee candle. They're really overpriced, and yeah. I find that the scent doesn't permeate nearly as well as the much cheaper Bath & Body Works candles. I actually have two of the three candles I do have burning right now are Bath & Body Works from last year. And I'm not only burning them because they smell good, but because if I don't burn them all before Sunday, I'm not going to be able to buy more. <laughs> My girlfriend doesn't want me to. You, you've got the um, the childhood thing going on. My mom won't let me get a new game until I finish this one. So I've yep. been playing it for 16 hours straight. <laughs> you don't need this cereal. You still have the other cereal at home, you fucking asshole. I I ate nine bowls of cereal in the past 42 hours. Yeah, this is metaphorically me burning through three boxes of cereal I didn't actually want. Right, right, exactly. Uh, Yeah, so I love to take the trips. Now, the one thing I will say, and it doesn't really apply to normal Yankee Candle stores, um, Bath & Body Works doesn't really have great theming in their stores. Like, no. It's just a Bath and Body Works at the end of the day. Yeah, absolutely. And, and that's pretty much true of regular Yankee Candle stores. But <laughs> this old Yankee Candle village, let me tell you, they go all out. Like for Christmas, for Halloween, there's a Christmas village that's up all year round. I've shown you pictures. They're on the site. All right. Go check out that article. It's pretty nuts. Like they've got animatronics in a candle store, which is just insane to me. Uh, It's one of my favorite articles that you've ever written. It's fucking beautiful. I'm super jealous that I don't live anywhere near one. So upset. So when I come to visit you someday, you're going to have to take me on a tour. Oh, absolutely. It's a place that you have to see at least once. It's just like excess and opulence for overpriced candles <laughs> and overpriced gift shop fudge. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Oh man, it sounds so good. Uh yeah, so anyways, aside from this uh grand Yankee candle store, yeah, I just have a lot of Bath and Body Works candles. Target has been stepping up their game lately and I found a little boutique place online a few years back called the Magic Candle Company. Mm, And what they really specialize in is making scents that try to emulate certain smells from around theme parks, so Universal and Disney. But I will say they do come out with seasonal scents every year, uh, and some of those are just so good. So if you get a chance to check them out, we are not sponsored, but I hear them sponsoring (laughs) other podcasts, so maybe... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> right. Maybe one day. Please. Um, they got please some really help good us. stuff too. Please, 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 yeah. your God, please. So uh, one more thing before we move on. Obviously, we're both very, very big fans of candles. Uh, what's your favorite fall slash Halloween scent? Hmm. That's tough. I love... You can I have love. multiple. You know me. I have like f- at least 17. I know. You always say you have a favorite, <laughs> and then everything is tied for, for first place. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, no, I love like a bakery scent. I always have. Yeah. So anything that's very bakery and mm-hmm. is is very fall to me. So like a pumpkin, like a pumpkin, pumpkin bread or like pumpkin banana, pumpkin bread candle and, and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So anything that sort of is like a little bit sweet and, and sort of uh, bakery esque is really good for me. Um, Last year, you might be burning it right now. Oh, yeah. I liked the the apple. Yeah, the, the, the wicked apple. What was it? 
the Wicked Apple one from yep. Bath and Body Works. That mm-hmm. was excellent. That's actually what I was going to mention. This one here from last year, the Wicked Apple, it has that baked good kind of smell to it almost, but it also has that like fresh apple orchard, but like yeah. sweetness to it. And it's, oh man, it's so good. Yeah, that, that ironically enough, I have two pumpkin ones going and this Wicked Apple and the Wicked Apple is the only one I smell. It's strong in like the best way. Like it's not overpowering. It just smells so good. Like, Mm -hmm. mm, I don't know. It's like a big blanket for my nose. Yeah. I'm, I'm physically high from sniffing this candle. Yes. I can, I can see that he's, he's drooling a little bit. Most of these are big for both of us. This one might be the biggest for both of us. Um, and that's that's a yard haunt. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Oh, my God, yes. So right about now is, like, for me anyways, the time where I start jotting down ideas. Like, what am I going to add to it this year? What am I going to take away? Um, am I going to just scrap the whole thing and do something completely different? Like... The last few years, I've kind of kept it the same, but I would add one big piece to it each year. So, like, the first year, I did these kind of, I don't know, these weird little scarecrow things. I made them out of sticks, and they had jack-o'-lantern heads. Those came first, and then it was a pallet fence. I took a bunch of pallets from work, and I air-nailed them all together, and now I have this giant fence to put up. And then later on, I updated these scarecrows. I actually bought a couple of skeletons from Oriental Trade Magazine. They were super cheap. They do this like whole skeleton thing for Halloween now where everything's like, it's like $23 for a life-size skeleton and it's fucking unreal. So I bought three of them I love Oriental Trading, by the way. Oh, dude, me too. That is the most nostalgic thing for me every single year. Like I signed myself up to get those trading magazines again just yep. so i could look through them not even buy anything i just like to look and honestly oriental trade could be a pick all of its own it really could just like running oh, through them fucking magazines true. so good but uh yeah so updated the scarecrows and then last year i actually built this giant fucking spider it was the biggest pain in the ass i did talk about it on one of our early early episodes that we did back in i think september I don't remember. It was just before Halloween when I started building yeah. the fucker. Um, yeah, so yeah, I remember that. These are the kind of things that I'm thinking about right now. What do I keep? What do I scrap? What am I going to do this year? How about you? You scrap things? So this year, I'm not sure if I want to use the uh, the spider. Uh, we're going to be doing the, oh, the haunted walkthrough up at the high school or the middle school or whatever school it is again this year. So like... I think I'm going to take the spider up there and I'm going to do like some spider webs throughout the forest and like maybe a couple smaller ones and like maybe do like a a fully uh, webbed like victim kind of thing that's hanging from a tree or something. Like just do it up real cool. Oh 
Man, I didn't know that you did a haunted walkthrough. You've never mentioned that to me before. So I only did this one last year. Uh, I okay. was asked, I was approached by one of my friend's moms who's actually still affiliated with the school, and it was to benefit the skate park in town. This just keeps getting better. Dude, it, it's such, this is it's the best so thing good. Ever. Hey, you want to come do some Halloween stuff for us so we can benefit the skaters? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Dude, 100%. Th- this town, it's such <laughs> like a weird little town, but like it's, it's home. It's fucking awesome. It's a beautiful little town in the middle of fucking nowhere. It's beautiful ting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, so, uh, yeah, some things I just feel like maybe won't fit this year. Okay. I get it. So, admittedly, uh, I am very, very bad at planning. Always have been. <laughs> always will be. All right? It's the it's the ADD in me. And I say that not as, uh, like, I actually have really bad ADD. <laughs> So I like get these things pop into my head. I'm like, oh, that would be cool. And then I forget about it for like a month and a half. And then I actually have to do it at the last minute. But I do daydream starting around this point about, wow, what could I get? What new things could I add to it? It's kind of the beautiful thing about doing a yard hunt is that while you can change things up, unlike you, I don't think I've ever gotten rid of anything. I've just kept building upon what I have for like the last 15 years. Right. Right back to... You know, you mentioned the fence that you built uh, out of pallets. So one of the first things that I ever built was actually with my grandfather. We did build a fence for my little cemetery for my Mm. yard haunt when I think I was in sixth or seventh grade. And I remember I went over their house after work, uh, after he got out of work one night and him and I just ripped through it. He had his saw. He had this like little peevous... (laughs) <laughs> Peavis <laughs> and Nuthead. <laughs> oh. He he had this like these PVC sheets and he's just started cutting them out and then I would line them up and then he came over on these two pieces of wood and just stapled them into place and then I oh, painted yeah. it and I still have those to this day. Oh no so shit! I, like it started there and you know I mentioned it last year on an episode. Um, I picked up, you know, some of my first animatronics at a CVS like the night before Halloween because they were on clearance. So I got those and then just over time, just new tombstones, new animatronics, new, Mm. I've got some signs. What I really, really love now is I actually have this old, um, garden arch that we use as the entrance now. Uh, and I got the, like these big iron gates so you can sort of walk in and I built it a couple of years ago and I really like how it turned out with, you know, lanterns and like big posts and you can actually walk up. I made sort of a fenced in walkway where you can walk up and actually see in the cemetery without actually being in the cemetery. So it kind of gets people in without them touching my shit, which I really love. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, That's a common problem with me too people want to be like all up on all my stuff and take pictures and stuff and touch it and i'm like just stop just cut it out i i it's like trying to find that happy medium yeah was like the hardest thing in the world but i figured Mm -hmm. it out and that was that was it you just got to build like a little a little walkway for them to go in but it's blocked off so they can't they can't actually walk around they can just only walk where you guide them and then walk back out but yeah um, yeah, I don't know. Some things uh, that I've been thinking about this year. Uh, I actually, again, mentioned it last year. I really, really was hoping that there would be more Haunted Mansion stuff that oh, yeah. we could buy and take home. Yeah. And man, 
I they don't know. I put it out it. in the universe, mm-hmm. and it's it's happening. Spirit they delivered. Halloween, Lowe's, they've got some really, really great Haunted Mansion stuff out right now. Like, there's a little uh, bust that's in, in the ride, and they did, like, a one-to-one of the bust over at Spirit that you can buy, which is mm-hmm. really crazy. Uh, the actual sign that says Haunted Mansion you can buy. And over at Lowe's, they have an animatronic talking Madame Leota tombstone this year. So that's I didn't see the that. thing that I'm oh, that's really enticed about. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah, so. um, but that's that's kind of what I'm thinking about this year, just adding little pieces to what I already have. Yeah. Do you have any inspirations as far as your haunts go? Like one for me. And it's, it's one that, like, I've been looking at for years, and it's another thing that I start doing, like, right around now, is I go to this website called Pumpkin Rot. No. So, it's funny that you bring that up. So, I don't go to Pumpkin Rot. Okay. I should, because I've never actually heard about it, but this all started, I was obsessed mm-hmm. when I was in about sixth and seventh grade, and at that time... There wasn't social media. Right. You know, there was MySpace. That was it. And yeah. I didn't have that. Everything was website based. Mm-hmm. So at that point, I was finding all these weird little obscure websites just run by small little people like you and I giving, you know, how to's on like fog chillers oh, and yeah. uh, all the good stuff. Know, homemade animatronics <laughs> made out of like stationary fans. You know, oh, yeah. and fans that's how, and how the little motors and shit. Yeah. It, yeah. Oh man, it was awesome. Um, but I think like the two biggest things that I always go back to. It's not a website. It's not a YouTube. There are two documentaries. One is Home uh, Home Haunters, I believe it's called. Yep. That one's newer, um, and that shows a lot of people who do the home haunts. Yep. And they end up focusing on McCamey Manor a little bit too much for my liking. Cause <laughs> I got some thoughts on that one. <laughs> yeah. uh, but you get a lot of cool ideas because those are people who are almost doing that at a professional level. So I sure. watch that one earlier every year uh, since that's been coming out. So I, I usually watch it around now, that particular one. And I usually save a different documentary. It's one of my favorite movies ever, actually. Again, it was shot locally, which I find kind of wild. Mm. Um, the American Scream. It oh, yeah. This is on... Three families, all doing, uh, you know, little local haunts mm-hmm. at different levels. You know, somebody super basic, somebody who's kind of in the middle. Right. He's almost like a trash picker, and it's like yeah. the funniest thing ever. And then somebody who is basically professional and just hasn't taken the leap to, leap to be professional. Right. And it's just a really heartwarming story. It, it goes through the entire month of October. It it shows you where they start out at the beginning of the month and it ends on Halloween for all three of the families. And uh, I always go back to that because there's so many cool props that they've all built by hand. And I just get so much inspiration from that every year. That's what I watch to like kick my ass into gear. Like, okay, look at what they're doing. You can do that too. For whatever you're doing this Halloween, Spirit Halloween is your one-stop Halloween superstore. Experience the Fright Zone inside the store with killer haunted house decor and animated monsters for your front porch or front office. An enormous selection of costumes for the entire family. A large selection of wigs, shoes, hats, makeup, and accessories. New shipments arrive every week, so grab your friends and don't just shop for Halloween. Experience your Halloween superstore, Spirit Halloween. 
All right. So our next pick that we have here, things that we do to get us in the uh, in the mood, in the spirit, if you will. <laughs> but um, can you edit that in, please? I can. <laughs> uh, is taking our first trip of the season to Spirit Halloween. Oh yeah, absolutely. You can't, cannot, absolutely cannot miss a trip to Spirit Halloween in August. No, it's when they open up. No. So. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. I mean, now uh, it's starting to change a little bit where you're actually able to start pinpointing when some of the stores are going to open. Yeah. Because for such a long time, it's such a crap shoot. It's it like, was. The stores there, I don't know when it's opening. It might mm-hmm. not open till September 5th for all I know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The only thing you have that's a sure sign is opening soon and nothing else. That's it. Exactly. This year, they've been pretty good about it. You can hop on the website and like it actually tells you when they're opening or yeah. if they're opening soon, you know. So... Um, yeah, just recently I actually took my first trip last weekend and got to see what they have for 2022 and a lot of cool stuff. I came home with some really fun stuff. I think I sent you a picture, the killer clowns from outer space doormat. Yeah. Dude. Very sick. Very, very sick. Can you believe that we're living in a world where you can get a killer clowns from outer space doormat? I can't. I can't. I was just wearing my, uh... Oh, I don't remember who made it. My Killer Clowns t-shirt yesterday, and I was just like, I really wish I was a fucking spirit Halloween right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, I did see Shorty, that Shorty animatronic back again yeah, this year. Yeah, he is back again this year. Yeah, they only had one. They only had one, which is it kind of brings me to my main point. Of course I go to spirit more than once. I only go this early or as early as I can. So I don't miss out on some of this stuff because some of this stuff gets snapped up super quick oh, yeah. either by people who just want it for their own personal haunts or people who are trying to flip shit online. That's true. We yep. hate scalpers. I haven't been to a spirit Halloween at all yet. I'm hoping to go in two days because apparently the one closest to me is open. Really, really not excited to see what's all missing because there's a lot of really cool stuff. <laughs> like you just mentioned, Shorty is going to be there. And I th- I believe there's only like one per store. Like, is that what you said? One per store? That's all it was. And it was in a box, so they didn't even have it set yeah. up in the display area. Mm-hmm. They have this really fucking sweet limited edition uh, neon color. You know how they do pops? They do like the neon color versions of certain yeah. pops. Well, they have yep. one of the, I don't remember which killer clown it is, but one of the killer clowns that they did a while ago, like last year, they did a neon version of him, and I really fucking want him. He's like a black light version. Really, really cool. You can only get it a spirit, so I'm sure that he's probably gone by now. Um, <laughs> no, I'm sure you'll get one. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to stay positive and say that too, but I don't know. My heart's telling me otherwise. So you haven't gone yet this season. That's okay. Here are some things that I saw that okay. you need to keep your eyes out for. Maybe things that you want to get. Maybe things you just want to take a picture of. Yeah. My favorite, ultimate favorite thing that I saw there this year was this giant evil wind-up monkey with the symbols. Oh, yeah. You know I just, I saw about? the picture you sent. Yeah. It's pretty yeah, sweet. Yeah. The, so they get the you know the, the little toys and it's got the little symbols. symbols little like, clang, clang. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Well, this is like the six and a half, seven foot tall version of that. And it is pretty terrifying I'm oh yeah lie. it's fucking nightmare fuel if if you're looking straight at this thing it's it's creepy oh but i wanted i i really still want it honestly i yeah. just want that to come home with me 
It's pretty just, sweet. Like, I wouldn't need a home security system if I had that. You're right. You know? You're right. If I put that just in, in my front door in my foyer, I could leave my doors unlocked and nobody would ever break in. You know? Truth. Truth. You have a dog? <laughs> the dogs would be barking at it. <laughs> no, I have a cat. He would just destroy it. He would That's probably destroy it. You'd climb on well, it. Well, I can't bring it home. <laughs> maybe maybe they would become buddies. He probably would. He'd be sleeping inside the symbols or something, you know? <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, obviously mentioned it earlier, all the Haunted Mansion merch, yeah. all killer, all, I, I bought like a little mantle piece. This is the first time I've oh, ever nice. bought anything like that. It's lacy and it lights up and I love it. That's all cool. Right. That's cool. <laughs> um, I grabbed, I showed you the, the doormat and I also got a trick or treat reusable bag. That's the one thing I love about spirit is they're starting to do all of these like cool reusable grocery bags. So I've That's been using cool. the ones that I bought last year for an entire year now. Mm-hmm. So it's like a Chucky one. And then I also got a Camp Crystal Lake one. And I love bringing the Chucky one into grocery stores because everybody always like does a double take. Or oh, yeah. I can't tell you how many people have told me that they love it. You know what they should do? And uh, I don't know if they do this or not already. So if they do, I, I apologize for being redundant. Um they should give out like trick or treat bags, like the banks used to do. You know what I mean? You go into oh, the yeah. bank, and here's this fucking trick or treat. It's got the safety stuff all on the back and stuff. I'm surprised Spirit Halloween hasn't jumped on that nostalgia bandwagon. Yeah, that's kind of a good idea, actually. Yeah. I mean, I guess they're only around for like two months. <laughs> sure. Spencer's but... Spencer's is probably like, do I want to sink that much money into these customers? Yeah. Good point. Uh, I would. You and I would. Yeah, sure. Yep. Um, There's a couple of things that I saw already online. Obviously, I didn't go, so I have to resort to people's beautiful pictures online. (laughs) I know we talked about Killer Clowns already. I'm not done with that yet. (laughs) There's so much Killer Clown (laughs) stuff this year. They brought a lot of stuff back. Like they have the uh, the cotton candy uh, gun or whatever, but I think new this year is the the popcorn little clown demon things, the little uh, snake heads kind of thing that have the the clown heads on them, pop up out of the popcorn bag. I thought that was really cool that they finally did something like that. Uh, I've been wanting one. You can see these things. People make them all the time. There's like oh, yeah. a bunch of customs of them, but like now we have an official spirit Halloween version of this that I don't have to worry about spending an arm or a leg on for a custom. I can just buy it a spirit, I guess, and still probably spend an arm and a leg. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> I thought those were really cool. Uh, the other thing I thought was really, really neat was this. They have some sweet Beetlejuice stuff out this year like they did last year. But the one, and I think it's a candy dish where it's I like you're gonna say. the Zagnot bar hanging out yeah. and Beetlejuice's hand coming up out of the, the foam. Yeah, yeah, totally fucking awesome. Great idea. It's cool. I almost bought it, mm-hmm. but here's the problem with it. You'll see in person, you're looking at pictures online and you're going, that's got to be a candy dish. And it is way, way too small to be a candy dish. Oh, really? Dish. Oh, that's fucking It's that's more of, of like an ashtray. Really? Hmm. Yeah. I mean, to be honest, it doesn't look very practical because it has like yeah. all the little spikies and stuff and you can't just like set stuff in there. But yeah. like, oh. The idea was cool. As a collector's piece, it's it's really great. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, Spirit as a whole now is just like, it's become this just huge deal. Like you walk in there and, and I know we talk about this every time we talk about Spirit, but it's like, 
I can't believe they're not charging admission to like go into these places and like fuck with all the animatronics and stuff and they might as well just do their own little haunted walkthroughs while they're at it. It basically already is one. So I I think I mentioned it last year, but if not, we used to have um, uh, a Halloween store around here that was called the Halloween Outlet, which it has since closed, but it was around for a long time and it was like basically the biggest in the country at least those were their claims and for a while when i was in elementary school they moved to a new building and they actually did have a a haunted walkthrough that you could pay a couple bucks to go through in the back of the store oh no shit like with actual actors and everything back there really and it worked for them so like it could work for spirit i just feel like it's probably a little bit harder doing that in every spirit across the country versus like one store here in my hometown. Yeah, true, true. It would be pretty rad though. That being said, spirit has come a long way. I remember like 10 years ago, spirit was like, every time I would walk into one of those stores, I'd be instantly disappointed. I was like, yeah. oh yeah, uh, that's, <laughs> this is what it is. Oh God, that's it's it. so cheap. I hate it. There's some spider and webs so and some, there's a little mist machine here and most of them are gone. A couple of lights that are all busted up. <laughs> but now we got a fucking movie from Christopher Lloyd coming. <laughs> it's now the match. So it's pretty well known that we like our playlists here at the Leftover Pizza Podcast. And for Halloween, you know, it's same old same, pretty much. We love our spooky playlists. Um, But I'd like to go in a little bit further, not just a playlist. There is, I think everybody has one song for like every holiday that like immediately brings them back to that holiday and how they felt about it when they were a kid. Do you happen to have anything like that? I do. So mine, uh, yours, uh, we'll get to, and yeah. it's kind of obvious, especially knowing it's you. Very, like, yeah, it's very obvious. Every you love this. It's mm-hmm. like your favorite song ever. But if I had to pick one, yeah, I'm going to uh, the, I'm going to Disney's the Headless Horseman cartoon. There. Oh, uh, I didn't see the that. Legend coming. of Sleepy Hollow. Wow. And it's that Bing Crosby song that he sings. I went spooks of heaven in a jamboree. They break it up with English glee. Ghosts are bad, but the one that's cursed is the headless horseman. He's the worst. It kind of reminds me of putting on the Ritz. <laughs> yes. <laughs> putting on the Ritz. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It's just like a weird, like, 30s, 40s-ish like jazzy little spooky number and Mm -hmm. it's a great song on its own but when you add in the visuals from that animated special it's just unrivaled Uh, that's that's my go-to and that's always one that nobody ever brings up because for whatever reason i feel like it hasn't took with everybody like it, it hasn't taken because i can't find the thing streaming anywhere it's like disney doesn't want to promote it for some reason yeah, that is pretty strange. Uh, they're weird like that, though. There are certain things where they're just like, don't push this, but 
absolutely push the fuck out of this for no reason whatsoever. Yeah, exactly. Is if it's from Hocus Pocus, push it. If it's oh yeah, push else, it. Scuttle it. Yep. It's Halloween. Are you fucking out of your minds? You push them three <laughs> bitches right now. <laughs> so yeah, I, I know that was a little uh, out of left field for you. I'm glad that, that I, I was like, really surprised. You know, yeah. I, I thought you were going to go with my honorable mention. I really did. Oh, what's yeah. the honorable? So mention? the honorable mention is Grim Grinning Ghosts. Oh, dude, that's that's okay. one that like yeah. it's like it immediately just brings me back. It's, it's yep. just so good. It feels good to listen to it. You know, they're very similar, the Ichabod they're quite song, similar. Grim Grinning Ghosts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, they got like a, a, a similar vibe going on there. Yeah, same time period probably, right? Yeah, yeah, just about. Yeah. The one, though, that does it for me, and I wait for a pretty long time. I like. I don't like to throw it on. I throw basically my like Halloween playlist on right at like the beginning of August with no no fears of being burnt out. I skip this song on purpose until like basically now the OG monster mash. Yeah. Yeah. It's I fucking, it's obviously cliche as fuck, but like, Oh man, is it ever like one of them things that just instantly takes me back? Most people I know, they probably are like sick of it. This is just, you know, the same old goddamn song that, but like when I pop that on, like I immediately remember going to, school with my Halloween costume and like going to get the Halloween costume and also going to McDonald's getting uh fucking Halloween pails and McNugget buddies that are like spiders and Dracula you know just out of nowhere it just it reminds me of pretty much everything good about being a kid during Halloween like yeah I can remember listening to it on the way to the grocery store and walking through an old grocery store's like cheesy little haunted walkthrough that they made out of boxes and cases of soda cans and stuff like that like it's just it's one of them songs that just feels good to listen to around this time for me and it's one that like I said I wait a little while I don't want to burn myself out of it too too early but like right now is the perfect time for it listen man Classics are classics for a reason, mm-hmm. right? The Monster Mash, Thriller, right? These are songs oh, yeah, that yeah. we might get sick of it. Towards Hell, the man, end. You might, even, you might even get sick of the Monster Mash for a little mm-hmm. bit, but once you're in the right mindset for it, it's like the Macarena, man. It's like, oh yeah. yeah Everybody song, knows this song, but like, this it's song so I've fucking heard catchy. too many times. This song sucks. And then you're in the right situation and the Macarena comes on and you're like, oh, hell yeah. Yeah. My, my, my arms are sticking out. My ass is shaking. I'm doing this thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm glad you uh, kind of put it that way. Cause one thing I was thinking about today is like, I guess holiday songs in general, you don't really get a lot of holiday songs anymore that really like resonate with every single person. I think the last one we got like during Christmas was the Mariah Carey song. Now fucking, you know, it plays a thousand million times. Like, yeah, especially like for Halloween, we don't get any cool classics anymore. Like there's nothing that is made now for Halloween music wise. It's just like, Oh, this is going to be that thing that we always listen to. You know, it's kind of yeah. weird. Yeah. And while it's harder and harder to get hits over time, I feel like that's, you know, really stick because Truth. there's already so many established things like Thriller or like the Monster Mash. Mm-hmm. And I know I keep going back to Thriller and Monster Mash, but they're really 
one and the same, but for different eras. The sure. Monster Mashes to the, uh, I think it was 60s, right? Oh, Monster boy, I Mash couldn't tell you. Is to the 60s what Thriller was to the 80s, right? Yeah. And, and both of them transcended being a song into something bigger, right? Mm-hmm. Not only are they just, you know, super well known, like they're basically folk tales at this point, right? You just sure. know it off the top of your head. But they also both like transcended into other mediums. Thriller, mm-hmm. obviously, with its music video and the Monster Mash. I bring this up because this is yeah, my contribution buddy. to your pick here. <laughs> Do you remember that they actually made an animated film based off the Monster Mash? It came out in 2000. I do remember. I didn't get to watch it, but I remember seeing, like, I hearing all about it and seeing it on, like, TV. So I think, I think I saw it when I was a kid, but it really didn't leave any sort of an impression with me because okay. probably wasn't very good. Sure. And let me bring up the description that I found today <laughs> that is also leading me to believe that this might be pretty terrible, which means <laughs> I would probably love it now. <laughs> yeah. Are you ready for this? this I'm black. ready. It's an animated film. I think I mentioned that. So Drac, Frank, and Wolf were the scariest monsters around until they became associated with fun and other things happening, like Drac no longer having his fangs and the wolf going bald. Can you picture that? A fucking bald wolf man? <laughs> a bald wolf man and a Drac without fangs. Yeah. Isn't that just like two men? yeah pretty much it's just like two grown-up men that now they have to go to work every day (laughs) they end up summoned by the superior court of horrors where the judge orders them to prove that they are still scary Mm. by the end of 24 hours or they will be sentenced to an eternity entertaining at children's birthday parties (laughs) Mm. yeah you know i don't know I, i don't even like it just hearing about it like the thing I love about the Monster Mash is, like, I just love the idea of a bunch of, mo- like, monsters partying together on, like, a Halloween night. Yeah. And that doesn't, that m- movie, animated, short, whatever it is, it doesn't say that to me at all. It bums well, me wait. out so hard. Well, wait a minute, because okay. I'm about to interest you. I know You're going to blow my mind right you. now? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to blow your mind, okay? All right. So, the Tinklemeisters, this is the family <laughs> that... <laughs> that what?! Assigned fucking tinkle? to scare. So apparently, Drac, Frank, and the Wolf become friendly with the Tinklemeisters. Okay, <laughs> and they end up assisting Drac, Frank, and Wolf into proving that they are still scary, even when the Grim Reaper prosecutor sends three new monsters: Freddy de Spaghetti, King of Carbohydrates. This is one monster. A humanoid spaghetti monster based on Freddy Krueger and Jason Voorhees. I was going to say that it sounds like Freddy. <laughs> Freddy never, de, de Spaghetti. Never forgetty. <laughs> Freddy's spaghetti. So Freddy and Jason mashed up into one monster. Okay. Chicky the Doll of Destruction, a wind-up toy based on Chucky. And the <laughs> Alien Eater to make sure that they all fail in their mission. So, I I don't know, man. We might it's, have to watch this this year. This is like... <laughs> Those new memes. She's a 10, but this happens. You just brought this movie from like a 5 to like a 30. Like, what, <laughs> what just happened? What? She's a 10, but she's a Tinklemeister. <laughs> the Nickelodeon Fight Fest treats you to 12 Halloween Nick shows one day early. Congrats, Doug and Alex. 
Okay, so obviously we were just talking about Halloween movies, but the next thing that we're going to bring up are movies and TV shows and TV commercials that we start watching around this time to get ourselves into the mood. I've got a little bit of a list here, Grimey. What about you? What are your thoughts? I have a small list here of uh, TV and film paraphernalia, if you will. (laughs) Oh, yes. So, I mean, everything that I chose, I'm very, very particular about what I'll watch this time of year because I don't want to jump into anything too blatantly Halloween. Right, yeah. It's a little early for it. I don't want to, as they say, blow my proverbial wad (laughs) just Yeah, 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 yep. No, I'm there with you. Uh, I I don't like to let the floodgates wide open like the moment that green Snickers decide to hit the fucking shelves. Um, Mm -hmm. I do like to kind of take it steady at first, kind of nice and easy. I'll like ease in a little bit. You can go on YouTube and just kind of type in Halloween commercials and even that somewhat is like a little too Halloween-y for me, but like if you're not like really sitting there like watching and you're just working on something or you're hanging out and not really paying attention. It's nice to just have it in the background. Yeah. yeah, you can get away with it. Yeah. So I'll start off with that, you know, early to mid-August to even late August, really. I'll, like, kind of stretch that out. Then I'll get in a little deeper towards the end of August into the beginning of September. I'll go into, like, Treehouse of Horror marathons and... Disney Plus makes it really easy. You can go to the Simpsons collection and you can just watch every Treehouse of Horror episode they have. So I'll just go yeah. on there. If I'm like heading to bed, I'll put my headphones on and I'll throw it on and I'll fall asleep to Treehouse of Horror videos. Um, I might throw in some random Are You Afraid of the Dark or Goosebumps, stuff that's not specifically Halloween, but also in the same vein as Halloween. Like, it puts you in the right mindset. Then, like, once mid-September hits, then it's, like, it's a free-for-all. You can throw on your fucking Hocus Pocus and your Halloween Towns and your Great Pumpkins, and that's just my schedule, basically. How about you? So, I didn't think super far out, because, like you said, early, even mid-September, that's Mm it. Uh, Floodgates are open. I'm watching anything and everything. Yep. Doesn't matter. But I'm thinking from, like, Late July through August, right? So this year in particular, it was great because Haley, our producer, uh, and also happens to be my significant other. <laughs> Shout out to Haley. Hey, has uh, really never been a horror person. So she decided this mm. year she wants to start getting into it. She doesn't want to get into paranormal stuff yet, ah, but she she likes slashers, she's discovered. So she says, I want to go through all the major slashers. I said, okay, cool. So we started with the Friday the 13th franchise. I was going to say, you start with Jason. Yeah, exactly. So if you've been on the Leftover Pizza Club, you would have known because we've been discussing that over there. It's really easy. You just hit a button and then you can join. So so this year I said, well, this is perfect because, yeah, it's a horror movie, but we're watching it in the summer. I can't – you know me. I'm very particular. We 
cannot watch anything that's super seasonal outside yeah. of that season, right? Yeah. I can't yep. watch The Shining in October. I got to watch that during a snowstorm. Yep. I can't watch Halloween movies in the middle of the summer, right? Yep. I'm not watching Friday the 13th at Halloween. So watch it in the summertime because it's a summer camp movie. Oh, yeah. It's perfect transition, too. It's it, oh, yeah. between that and like, I always go back to. Uh, Return of the Living Dead. That's like right at the the yes. cusp of July. Like you, it's, this is a failsafe. This gets you amped up for the next thing that's coming. Exactly. So I, I call I like to call this uh, Halloween light because it really is just more horror. But uh, you you know something's coming. You know absolutely. You, it's it's on the way, like you just said. And then once we get into August, I like to start throwing on some stuff like. Dead Silence. That's always one that I really like to watch because it's got some really great uh, moody atmosphere that that sort of haunted housey. Have you ever seen that movie about? No, actually, when you uh, wrote it in your list, you put Dead Silence. I was like, so he likes just Dead Silence. I was like, <laughs> I like All to right. sit in a room with earplugs yeah. by myself. I truly was lost. Think. I was like, I don't know what this is. This kid just sitting in a room, blindfolded. So it's a fun movie uh, by James Wan, who you might know. He directed like the original Saw movie, the Insidious okay. movies, The Conjuring. I'm Last horrible with malignant. names, but that helps. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. So this was one of his like earlier movies that he did, and it sort of gets a bum rap, but I've always really liked it. It's mm. got some really great atmospheric uh, stuff going on. It's about you know. Uh, evil puppets and a dead almost bloody mary like lady oh, and a lot of nice. fog a lot of a lot of just old uh haunted housey feel to it which is like not specifically halloween right mm, yeah so i like like now i can start watching that it gets me in the right headspace for halloween but it doesn't scream halloween to me sure you know? so that's perfect et is another perfect one i find for this time of year because takes place in Los Angeles. It's very bright and very sunny most of the movie. Um, it's not scary, really. I mean, maybe when you're a kid, it's got some parts that you're like, oh, Jesus. Kind of creepy, yeah, but yeah. Not, not overly scary. Yeah, exactly. I actually just saw it the other night in IMAX for its, I think, 40th anniversary, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, wow. oh my God, excellent in IMAX, sure. by the way. But, uh, you know, E.T.'s got some Halloween uh, bits and bobs in it too, right. which I love. But it doesn't. It, it's not the main theme of the movie. So sure. I love that. It's just like a little taste of it. It's like ooh, a little bit of Halloween. Here we go. But I'm not gonna watch this movie at Halloween. Right. So yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So I think uh, E. T. is perfect. And and more recently, the new Adams Family movies that yeah. came out, those are great. Because while I find the Hotel Transylvania series awesome. Those really should be watched at Halloween time, in my opinion. The Adams Family ones kind of work in this late uh, summer stage of the game because, hmm. again, nothing overtly Halloween about it, but it's a little creepy, and they're fun. They're just really fun, funny movies. Right. Now, you're talking about the animated ones, right? The animated Adams Family movies. Yeah, see, I didn't see either of those yet. I really wanted to. I mean, I know that they're available to me. They're on there right now, like on different streaming services, and I just... I don't know. Haven't picked it up yet. Check it out, because I, w- I slept a little bit on those movies, too, and I wish that I hadn't, because they're actually really good. Are they? That's cool. Yeah, I heard they were good, but I just, I don't know. Never, uh, 
Never pulled the trigger on it yet. Maybe, maybe tonight. Hey, why not? For great Halloween fun, pick up some spooky decorations at Walgreens. Just $7.99 each. Scary sound-activated Halloween figures, battery-operated pirate skull, witches, skeletons, and more. Stock up on Halloween candy, too. Walgreens has a wide selection of treats and goodies of all kinds. And it's time to order your holiday photo greeting cards. Put your favorite photo on any of six beautiful designs. All orders include a free marker pen. Treat yourself to savings this week at Walgreens. All right, our last little bullet on the checklist, and I'd like to call this one Halloween hunting. No, we are not dressing up in all orange and catching ourselves the big one. We're not fucking Bubba and your uncle. And Speak for yourself. I'm getting out there with my slingshot, and I'm going after a bear. Yeah, you have like <laughs> deer piss all over your boots. <laughs> drowning in it, just <laughs> drowning in deer piss. I'm just trying to reel me in the big one. <laughs> No, I'm talking about going out and driving all over the fuck to find Halloween stuff. It's exactly what it sounds like. Now, originally I uh, kind of limited myself, but I'm going to unlimit myself a little bit. <laughs> does, yeah, does, unlimit, that, does that make unlimit. sense? I'm yeah. going to uh, not restrict myself from just one thing. And I'm going to say that you can make this a, a huge trip. You know, you can go to a thrift store or a Goodwill or you could go into a Dollar General or a Walmart. You know, anywhere where there might be new or old Halloween stuff. For instance, a couple of years back, I'm always talking about going to Goodwills. It's the only fucking thing we have here. Lay off me. <laughs> You know, it wasn't uncommon. I found a, a, a bunch of old Halloween stuff from McDonald's, like them bags that uh, Derek oh, actually yeah. just posted one up on the uh, the Facebook page just a little bit ago. It had the, the ghost on it. They made three of them, yep. and I found all three of them there, multiples of all three of them, actually. And I just purchased one of each just because they were the prettiest-looking ones and in decent condition. Um, I found... Old McDonald's McNugget Buddies, I found pails. Pails seem to be a big one for some reason. They're always just, like, randomly hidden among the the, uh, the pack of random pails they have on their shelves. So, check your thrift stores. You never know what you'll find. I like going into Dollar General, too. I know they get some, like, really cheesy little uh, decorations and things. Sometimes, you know, they're hit. Sometimes they're a miss. I don't know. I don't waste too much time with that. Uh, Walmart, obviously, they get their Halloween selection in, but the thing I'm mostly going into these other stores is mainly for, like, the candy and stuff, like, the new stuff that's out there this year. This year, just like every other year, there's a lot of really good new things. Last year, it was, and I think this year, actually, it shares a pretty common theme. A lot of Serial Monster stuff is out there again. It's always a big one, but like the last two years, Serial Monsters have been really, really huge again out of nowhere, I feel like. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And I just want to say my quick little piece on the Serial Monsters. Yeah. I made like a kind of a joke meme tweet about it today, but it's true. <laughs> All of you grown adults out there bitching about the artwork this year. Oh, Jesus about Christ. About the cause artwork. Yeah. Number one. You're living under a rock if you don't knew, know who Cause is. Okay, there's so I'm many saying, people who have no idea what this is going on. Like listen, I've explained I'm it so many times. I'm a big fan of the guy, but like no. I know who he is. That's number one, and it's yeah. okay if you don't know who he is. But you need to accept the fact 
that he is a very popular artist right now. Mm-hmm. And it just makes sense that they got him to do the artwork. It just like yeah. kind of elevated their brand to a mm-hmm. whole nother level and probably another generation who could give two fucks about the monster serials in general. But really, the big takeaway here is Fruit Brood Fruit is Bruce, back. I was going to say. <laughs> everybody has been letting this cause artwork cloud their vision about this. Yeah, mm-hmm. Fruit Brood is back. One more time. Fruit Brute, Fruit Brute is, is back. Who back. gives a shit? What they could have given the cray- uh, crayon to a four-year-old who is getting ready to go into preschool and said, "Draw Fruit Brute," and yep. then that could have been the artwork on the box, and I wouldn't have cared because Fruit Brute is back. So yeah. stop being babies about this. Be excited that you Derek got, Fruit got his back. cherry cereal back. <laughs> oh hell yeah, the best one. Don't yeah. even. I don't even want. Don't even come at me. Or you can. It would be good for engagement, but you know. That's all I'm going to say. That's my piece. It'll be deflected with ease, but come at me. That's right. You know? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah, man. I'm super happy uh, with what I've seen so far online. There, uh, For some reason, the stores around here last year, I swear, everything was out towards the end of July, like the first week of August and the last week of July. Everything was hitting my the stores next to me, closest to me. This year, not so much. There's like nothing. The only thing I've found out in the wild so far is the the Cereal Monsters cookies, which I'm happy I with. I haven't gotten that yet. You always somehow manage to get everything super early. The only Usually, thing yeah. that I have up on you right now is this bag in my hand right here. Oh yeah. Another another mukbang. We're gonna do another mukbang. <laughs> what I'm holding is I was so shocked. They announced this like a week ago and I'm was, holding yeah. it in my hands. The Goldfish Dunkin' Donuts collab, mm-hmm. the pumpkin spice goldfish grams. I'll like, be a very confusing uh tie in that we thought it was gonna be different when we first saw oh my the God. picture. I thought it was going to be a cheddar-flavored donut. Him and I, Grimey and I were texting back and forth. I was like, this better not be a fucking cheddar donut. I'm not going to eat this. And he was like, you're going to eat it. If it is, we're eating yeah, this together. I, I was like, like I'm no. not eating any more, any more fucking gross shit. I'm done. <laughs> you'll eat it and like it. You'll eat it and you'll like it. Um, yeah, I just want to take a little, uh. Mm. A little. Mm. These things look pretty Divine. bomb. I'm not going to lie. They look Dude, pretty awesome. Divine. I'm not going to lie to you. They are delicious. Now, these have like, you know, it's your typical uh, fish cracker looking thing, but it's a graham cracker and pumpkin, and it's got like a dusting of sugary stuff on the outside, doesn't it? Just a light dusting. The light Just dusting. A light dusting. That's all you need. Oh, my God. They're so good. Oh, yeah. they're so good. And what I love about this package is that it looks like a bag of Dunkin' Donuts coffee. They mm-hmm. really went all in. Like, even the way that it's sealed at the top. Like, it's a, it's, it's not like a normal goldfish bag. It just looks like oh, wow. coffee, which is great. That's pretty um, nice. Yeah. No, I mean, you're, you're so right. Uh, just getting out there and looking for stuff, that's just the best way to get your head in the game for the season. And it is. We were also talking about this before we started the show. You don't even necessarily need to get out there. It's just kind of fun to get out because, you know, we've been cooped up right. for like two years. You and I are eBay fiends, man. Like oh, yeah. I spend yep. so much time on eBay that when we before we started this show, I was looking at my eBay account because you sent me something that you wanted me to see, and I looked at my recently viewed uh, <laughs> items, and there were items I don't even remember looking at because I was looking in bed the other night. I was browsing in my sleep, so we we right. do this in our sleep. We look for old <laughs> Halloween shit. In oh yeah, our me sleep. too. Yep, it's like. 
hmm, was this Sleepy Dave or was this Drunk Dave? Which one was this one? I don't remember. This might have been Sober and Awake Dave, but I don't remember it. (laughs) But, yeah, so that's the point is, like, even if you can't get out, even if, you know, you're having problems like Grimy where nothing is in stores yet, that's only a little tiny problem, all right? You can get on eBay. You can get on, what is it, like Mercari and... And and just start finding stuff. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's, it's a fail safe to have an eBay account or a Mercari account. Type in Halloween and such and such, and you'll find all kinds of cool shit. Like I found this hand animatronic that like walks around oh, all yeah. the place. Yeah, I found that. That was I didn't even know that existed, and all of a sudden I need it. So <laughs> there's that. Yeah, it's dangerous. Yeah, yeah it is very, very dangerous. But yeah, so whether you're on eBay or you're going out to your Walmart or your Targets or your Sam's Clubs, whatever, you could put on a spooky playlist. You can trek through eBay or you can put on a spooky playlist in your car and you can drive around and make a whole day of it. There's just something really special about having all your vibes all in one place and then just looking for spooky shit. Short enough so you don't trip. If you wear a mask, make sure you can see. Makeup's better. Don't crisscross the street. Call on one side, then the other. Parents set boundaries and a time to be home. Carry a flashlight for extra safety. And let's all have a safe Halloween. All right, that was our uh, big pep rally show. Halloween pep rally. I really, really enjoyed this one. Uh, I knew this one was going to be a lot of fun. Oh. Absolutely. I just love talking about shit that I uh, do to waste time. Yes. You know. (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. This is a good one. This, this alone, man, this, this really got me into some good feels. I got some good feels, got candles going, smells like Halloween up in this bitch and I'm, I'm fucking ready. Wow. You know what I just realized? We just had the most meta episode that we've ever recorded because yeah. recording a show <laughs> about what gets us in the mood for Halloween yeah. is also something that we do to get us in the mood for Halloween. Hell yeah. Yeah. Wow. We did it. We broke the fourth wall. Hell yeah. All that in a fucking bag of chips, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so just quickly, a couple things that I want to plug Obviously, we have a Halloween zine coming very soon. We're closing in on getting that wrapped up. And we'll also be doing, this is the first official announcement, uh, a little Halloween uh, grab bag. What? How do you want to Like a goodie it? bag. Like a goodie bag that yeah. you pay money for to support the show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not going to be free, but there's a lot of cool stuff that we've picked up for it so far. Um, it was chosen from the heart, chosen from the heart. I guess I could reveal a couple things, but I won't, I won't say what we might have a pin in there. We might have a a pack of trading cards going in there. Uh, window cling. That's something that we kind of zoned in on the other day, Mm -hmm. which is pretty cool. How Um, many motherfuckers are out there doing window clings? Nobody. We're doing Nobody's doing window clings. (laughs) We got window cling locked down on lock. Yeah, you know, them little shits that your mom used to put all over your bedroom window when Christmas and Halloween came around. Yeah, we're making them. We doing that. We we out here. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, keep your eyes peeled for that. And somebody also mentioned the other day that they'd love more shirts of the leftover pizza variety. So we do have a Halloween shirt on the way as well. 
Uh, we're working on building out a new store on our website. But for the meantime, if that's not up, you can always check out our merch on shopobscure.com because that's where it's being hosted, as well as a bunch of other stuff that we make and sell, uh, some fun stuff. And all that keeps us going. That's how yep. we grow the podcast. That's how we survive a little bit. That's how we make a little bit of money so we can go out and buy these uh, Dunkin' Donuts goldfish so we can have mukbangs for you uh, in your ear holes like this. So yeah. please, support. Love yeah, it. We're, we're not going to beg you for your money, but we'll beg you to buy our bullshit. <laughs> 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 we, won't, we don't want any money for free. We will give you something in return. Yeah, that's right. But we will beg for you to go rate and review our show and subscribe if you're listening yes, and haven't already. Absolutely. <laughs> Just like last time, if you want to type in squirrels, type in squirrels. You want to type Somebody in Somebody actually did type in squirrels. Did they really? No yes. shit. Wow. Our, our new friend Goblin Candy over on uh, Twitter and now oh. of uh, Instagram friendship as well which brings us to our instagram at leftover pizza podcast that's where you can go follow us keep up to date with all the dumb shit that grimy and i do uh he takes some really beautiful photos that are very and nostalgic that you all will probably love if you're not already following us over there so check that out absolutely and we've already mentioned a couple of times already but things are popping over at the Facebook page, the Leftover Pizza Club. If you're not a fan, you're not a club member, you need to change that immediately. It's been pretty fun so far. We've got quite a few people on there, and we're talking all Halloween stuff right now, as we should. So why aren't you there? you got to be there, yeah, too. why aren't you there? You didn't get a free sticker. I don't know what you're waiting for. You get a, a membership sticker just for, <laughs> just for clicking join over on Facebook. Absolutely. And with that, I am grimy. And I am Derek, and you have been listening to the Leftover Pizza Podcast. If you like what we do, check us out on all of our socials and everything else that we've mentioned. And you can also find us on our website, leftoverpizzaclub.com. And thank you for listening. And let the haunting season begin. <laughs> They break it up with English glee. Ghosts are bad, but the one that's cursed is the headless horseman. He's the worst. That's why he's mine on Halloween night. But when he goes to jogging across the land, holding noggin in his hand, demons take one look and groan, and they hit the road from far to know. Beware, take care, he rides along. And there's no Spook like spook, it's burned. They don't like him and he's really burned. It's 